Hey, welcome to another episode of Anna McGarry Knows Everything. We are continuing the Adam Sandler career retrospective. This is this is a part two. So started last week, but in re- in reality, it started in October, a long time ago, in the waiting room of the urgent care facility nearest me. Anyway, we're back with Thomas Kaklinski and Sarah Linares, my my dream boat boys. I love them to the moon and back. But that's besides the point. Down to business. We talk. We start with grown-ups in this one and go all the way up to Hubie Halloween, Adam's most recent endeavor. Um, we learn a little bit along the way. Uh, I think Sarah and I have definitely have come out changed people from this experience. And as I mentioned in the intro of the last episode, I cut so much stuff um, out of <laughs> this episode just to make it a reasonable length. Uh, some of the stuff you will not be hearing are uh, an extended discussion of the movie Cats and its flaws. I think there's still some, but it, it was much, much longer. Um, Tom Cruise. Uh-uh. We can't. We don't have the time. We have to keep moving. How Thomas's uh, like senior showcase went a year after graduation. Then we talk about his acting type. Eh, we, we just start naming everybody that named Pete. We know. Um. <laughs> so that there, that's everything you won't get. So uh, pour one out for Pete, the Pete of your choice. Buckle up. Here's I I'd say the the ultimate cultural critique of Mr. Sandman. Okay, so back to Adams. Fuck this movie! Fuck this movie. Rob Schneider can literally go sit his ass in a ditch. And and that's Satan for grown-ups too. And that's fine. He got shot and got better. With an arrow for his performance. I believe that is what it was. Can we roll grown-ups and grown-ups two into one? Not is great that you're saying. Grown-ups is just a boring movie. Nothing happens. All the all the humor is mediocre. I feel like grown-ups two takes more risks. He's like, here's ten other crazy different things that are happening. Taylor Lautner's in grown-ups two. They have There's a little a, like a weird Kmart ad. David Henry is there. <laughs> the guy from Gilmore Girls. What's his name? Milo Ventimiglia is there, but he's blonde. He's what? Whoa, 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 whoa! Milo Ventimiglia. Is in one of the grown ups movies. He's grown ups too. He's a frat boy baby. Uh, the frat boys are very funny. How did I miss that? How do you know who he is? Did you watch Heroes? No, my sister watches This Is Us and Gilmore Girls, so that's how I know who he is. As she should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> grown ups never... is a watch. Skip, skip it. Grown ups too. Grown ups. Gr- well, I mean, this is now. I think this is the big transition. Um, I think this is of, I'm hard. Yeah, I would agree. Where he's like, I'm not going to write movies anymore. At, we're going to hang out. This is where fun. we got to in our philosophy. Yeah. Like, yes. Exactly. Other, like, this, it's even slower. It's not such a stark from like, meh, meh. No, because yeah. This is now like, making movies to hang out with his friends which, in the woods on an island or in Africa or, you know, yeah. like. And like, it's fine. That's fine. But the movie isn't good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm not going to pretend like no. it is. 
I think they had fun making it, but it was not fun to watch. Grown ups. Yeah. Yeah. Grown ups too was more fun. And I think they had fun. Making it. And I think they had fun making it. I love the half an hour commercial of a Kmart. That was like, that was very funny. There was a little bit like with police, like, Oh. not brutality but also like just guns the way they treated like violence and like that kind of an over-eager cop who was like pulling guns on people yeah. and they were like haha and you're like that's not funny no thank you didn't ask for it does grown-ups to that's the one with the basketball game right i think that's grown-ups one and then the basketball game because grown-ups two ends with the big house party and Adam's yeah it's like pulling a pair of jeans this whole movie we just watched Grown Ups. You we were like, okay, he's not high. He's lost it. He's lost it. Oh, he's awesome. lost the magic. Grown Ups too. This man walks in, in the last his, like eighties twenty minutes or whatever. Of the, movie. the last. He's all he's wearing. All he's fucking wearing. A fitted white t shirt. A fitted white t shirt and a pair of fucking pants. That's it. A pair, a pair of jeans. No basketball shorts. Just no pants. And we had to stop the movie because he was still high. We had to pause the movie. <laughs> Thomas, I don't think you understand how hard it was for us to cope with the fact that he is so attractive i've been dealing with this information since october and i still don't know what to do about it i'm all torn up yeah, yeah. the and power the of you, you told us he was hot and we said no, no he's, he's not. not and you were right and you were right I, I, said, I said that adam sandler's a good looking guy and the power of a white t-shirt not be underestimated I mean, ledger in a gray t-shirt any type of plain fitted t-shirt is just like a white t-shirt for, for a man that's a staple we look good in that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just in the first 80% of Grown Ups 2 and all of Grown Ups, he sets such a low bar. He looks... Also, there are a lot of weird sexual jokes in Grown Ups 2. I'd like to talk about the moment when the women are in the blah, 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 the exercise class oh and the janitor God. comes in yeah. and completely violates. Basically, he's like, do all these moves that show me your tits and your ass and like like bounce so your boobs jiggle it was ha, ha, ha. and it was so stupid and then all the women are like what huh and i was like no one's that fucking stupid isn't, isn't selma hayek in this movie yeah. yes she's, she's his way too hot wife and i don't think she has a personality or wants no. or anything but but also, none of them i don't think any of them have personalities or wants well the guys feel old they're like we gotta get the magic back yeah, because then the frat guys are there and they're like, you're yeah, fun. And you're like, you're not fun. Poor oh, <laughs> Samayek. No, she was hot at all and she didn't get any wants or needs. Not to my knowledge. Nothing that stuck. Damn. Oh, and then in no. the first movie, she was just like a complete shrew. She was a bitch, yeah. She was there to be a bitch. And like, women can be bad, okay. But if you're going to underwrite women for decades in every fucking movie, especially Adam Sandler movies, and then you bring Sama High again, you're like, why are you going to do that to her? I don't even understand why she's like a catty shrew who only cares about her job and doesn't care about her kids. And you're like, I feel like grown-ups so shallow. Grown-ups is like so beyond shallow. Like it feels like the lines were just placeholders for jokes. Does that make sense? <laughs> they said, we'll figure this out they on the like, day. We'll, and it we'll, didn't come. They were like, we'll improvise and we'll make it more funny. We'll make it more specific. And there's no specificity. You're just like, okay, what the fuck? And they keep moving on. And they're like, fade in to another cut to them outside a lake. Cut to everyone like, laughing because we're very funny. Yeah. You're like, okay, what the fuck? But grownups too, they were like, they were very specific. Just like, what the fuck? Why is this here? What's going on? Reminiscent of like Billy Madison and shit like that. So it was more feasible and more fun. It's not. Yeah, they, they are not good movies. They are a one and done watch for me personally. Perhaps you could put on the background. I could be in the background room. Movie. Or maybe if I'm like really, really high and I cannot concentrate, <laughs> I'm watching Burn Up 2 absolutely 
Like, I need my brain to be, sh- my brain yeah. shut off right now. What can I, what consume? can I consume? Yeah. <laughs> Grownups yeah. too. Grown-ups too. And I will have a good time. So best part of Grownups too is Taylor Lautner doing his frat party. children pretending to be drunk at the frat party. I don't remember you that. You remember that? <laughs> oh. I remember Taylor Lautner doing a fun frat boy handshake that ends with like a soft caress of the face of these two bros just like lovingly touching each other. And I'm like, oh. I, it isn't, I don't think it's followed by like a gay panic anything. I don't no. remember that happening. So that's awesome. Because you're like, men should caress each other. <laughs> yeah. I've been saying it for years. No. I remember once, I think multiple times, I was hanging out with my boyfriend and his friends. And I was like, you know how you guys just like kiss your friends on the mouth sometimes? And they were like, no. no. <laughs> I was like, no, that is right, super not. Um, a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's not real for us. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not pinching <laughs> all my friends, but I've pecked all my best friends at least once. At least once, except for Hannah. Uh, that's fair. I, I give I Kevin. We have like manly hugs. You know what I mean? Like those, like big. No, you just have a hug. No, no, the, like the, the. You mean manly? When I think manly, I think homophobic. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. Of. I you say a man. I homophobically hug my best friend. Yeah. Like a, oh, like a, a, a Christian side yeah, hug. The Christian side hug. No, no, no. Can I, can I, can I elaborate? Can I get okay. that sentence in? The voice crack. <laughs> I'm talking about when you hug your bros and you do like the big <laughs> slap on the back. And you know? Why do guys love doing that? They're... Why? I don't know. It's a thing. <laughs> Burp the baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to burp Kevin after too many Bud Lights. That's what's happening. Um, <laughs> okay, so in conclusion, Adam stopped trying. Regrettably, he still hot if he tried. Still hot if he tried. Just right. go with. Just go with it. It's fun. Ready? Are you ready for a hot if take? Madison comes into the scene, changes the game. She changes the game. She's amazing. We're She's like, oh, we're from, having a fucking character from grown up. Yeah. Do you want to hear a hot take? Yeah, tell me your hot take. This is a top three Adam Sandler movie for me. Okay, okay. I, it's I, really fun. What are your top three? Billy, Uncut Gems, and Just Go With It? Might have to be, yeah. They're a good pick. They're good. Uh, th- this movie is so good because, like, as you were saying, Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston is also one of the comedic act- actresses of our time. I, and forget. I-, I forget that she is a goddamn comedian because she just did friends for so because long because she did friends for so long and so much of her character was i'm the hot one yeah i'm the pretty it's one. a sitcom she wasn't getting much i mean she does a lot in that and there is there's plenty of stuff where you're like it's just she's a talent like, but like as we've moved on past friends it's gotten like a little overhyped and there's tons of stuff that doesn't age well but still like you she's i feel like in this one it was an absolute fun like i mean look at they having fun they played really well with all other. I really believe that they have friendship and connection. And he clearly has great respect. And for her. he, the way he talks about Jennifer Aniston, he calls her Jen. So he cute. like loves her, and that's. Yeah. And so, something else I'm gonna say about this movie is it is hot. It is objectively a hot movie. What, what do, you do you mean, mean by, by that? that? Like the blonde girl is hot. Is that what you're saying? You can say that. But, but oh no, no okay yeah Brooklyn Decker aside I'm talking about. How do I say this? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It's a pot. I don't give a fucking shit who hears. Oh, we're it. nine hours in. Who's listening? It's fair. I mean, um, at this point. Yeah, I know. My, my sister 
is going to listen all the way through. She listened all the way through the Legally Blonde one and texted me about a joke I made two hours into it. I was like, oh my god, you actually listened to it. But anyway, that scene where Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler have to roll the coconut up their bodies on stage is fucking hot. I think Jennifer Aniston is one of the most beautiful women to ever walk this planet. So this movie does it for me in more than one way. Um, I agree. And there's, you know, how can we forget that scene where they're like, oh my God, the receptionist is high. I'm confused. Because she's like, oh, let's go to swim by the waterfall and like gets undressed and like has her little bikini on. You're like, oh, hot. Is it a little male gazy? Sure. But is she fucking banging? Yes. This this is in the stretch of like three, four movies where Jennifer Aniston decided I will get a little bit naked and be hot on screen. In this, We're the Millers and... um, We're the Millers was too much. We did a strip dance and I was uncomfortable. How old were you when you watched it? I think I was like 19. Oh, okay. And I was like, why are we doing, it felt male gazy. I think that's what it was. Is that it I think that was probably the point, but like, I, know. Uh, I think it went on too long. I, this, at least I remember she just stripped and we were like, oh, and then dove into the ocean. And then dove into the ocean. We were like, not the ocean. But then her son. Horrible Bosses is in this era too. She in which a nightmare a really like dirty lady right i remember reading an article about it but i never saw all sexual assaulter in that movie the awesome. movie did not well at all however like crimes are funny if women do them and you're like stop no. if you're like men can be assaulted in general and by women like women can be bad like yeah. i'm tired of ugh. You can make people sad and funny and not have them commit sexual assault. Defin- definite tangent about Jennifer Aniston. So. <laughs> I mean, much needed. I think she really adds, she adds to Adam Sandler film world after this. She Absolutely. like, the first movie she's in, I'm like, okay, this is a distinct new era that we're in. Okay, I get it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then I, after we're like, oh my God, bang and bod bikini gin. Because, like, before in the movie, she's like, yeah, I just take the stairs everywhere. That's my exercise. Haha, you should do it too, Dr. Adam Sandler. And then I think Adam Sandler says something about, like, oh, my God, just take it with stairs. And her son is like, oh, no, she does soul cycle classes like they're M&Ms. Like, I thought that was funny. Because <laughs> it's a funny joke. He, that kid is very funny. Oh, the kids were funny. The kids were really good. I don't really like that style actress sometimes. That girl, like, she's annoying. She's everywhere. And she played the annoying girl, I get it. And that's yeah. why I don't like but it. she does it really well. She does it really well. She does that it really be so well. fine. Um, but I liked it because it was funny because the kid was great. And third, because it wasn't like it was like, oh no, you have to actively work to have a body like that. Like you don't get there mm-hmm. by just hanging out, you know. And that's such a like they didn't put like, oh, women just have to look like this. On yeah, that's such a tropey thing to yeah. be like, oh, women be hot. Like, oh my god, I'm the cool girl. I eat pizza and only pizza. I eat nine pizzas a day. And like, I never no, work I out. I got a cell cycle. Yeah. So I, I thought that was a nice. It's like a throwaway moment, but it, I mean, I didn't think it was that way. That's nice. Yeah. Their chemistry in this movie is just insane. Yeah, but in the hallway scene where the they're hallway about- scene, and then they're like, they want to call each other. It's just that it's not like an unspoken thing between them two after that point. Well, they clearly so have great. a relationship before the movie starts. Yeah. They have been friends for years. They've known each other. Yeah. And that yeah. shows. 
and that's amazing. That's such a different dynamic than hot woman shows up. I'm obsessed with you for no clear reason. I mean, Let's we have going. that too, and we're contrasting it between that and like someone who you actually connected, which I think is why we're so invested in. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. This this movie is a turning point in his career where I mean, it is I no Jack longer. Jill, but go off. <laughs> like Jack and Jill does. No. <laughs> you know, progress isn't a linear. <laughs> I I, I all I'm saying. No. Here's what I mean. It is no longer the Brooklyn Decker hot woman want fuck Adam for no reason. We are now shifting to Adam Sandler has real relationships with women that means something on a screen. Or That's what I mean. he's at the point in his life where he can start to discover that he can have meaningful relationships. Because I feel like he starts out very... Yeah, because he's still pursuing the, like, 22-year-old, blonde, yeah. like, young hotshot. And Jen's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're so stupid. But she, like, goes along like with that. that. Well, she's not supporting that relationship. She, no, she's not she's supporting like, it, but she's also not like, you're an idiot, you suck. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I think that's what she does. <laughs> You're circling around to a point that I've thought about for Adam Sandler for a long time. Uh -huh. Is that that man is not afraid of aging and does not try to hide his age in any of the shit that he does. And I think that's awesome. I feel like a lot of men do that. Because it's really? Like, yeah. I feel like we see men age all the time. And women are... Women don't get to age. Women don't get... Like, are there, is there a man you're thinking of that is, like... Huh. I'm really trying to backpedal because there's i mean there's definitely societal pressure put on both men and women especially when you get up to that like I'm level and you're on screen right. and yeah. everyone sees you and knows you but like and i would argue that i'm saying doesn't really care about that given the way he presents himself <laughs> given that he dresses like shit and he doesn't <laughs> even care in real life yeah I think you're right. I don't know me I, I, I understand what you're saying i see what I, you're saying but i don't think that is unique to him i know yeah no, you're correct. I think I think about him too much, and because of that, I was like, he's the one that did this, and that's why I know. But I think he does specifically in this movie. They talk. I think they talk about it, or it's noted too, mm -hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, I think the classic example of of this: women are men are allowed to age, and women aren't. Is if you look at the Indiana Jones movies, Harrison Ford obviously gets older. His co his female co stars get younger, so the age gap gets wider and wider with every movie. It's very unsettling. And you're like, what? Yeah, I don't like that. And that's, you know. The Indiana Jones movies are bad. I'll say it on record. I don't like them. <laughs> I you need to do a rewatch. I watched all of them in the fourth grade with my parents. I love the first one. I watched it as a child. I think it might be a little bit of a comfort movie for me, but I really like it. I love Harrison Ford. Okay. Should I, though? It kind of fucked with Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah, he fucking did. Uh, uh, yeah, different, different, different podcast. But, um. Yeah, sorry. Wait, we'll talk about Carrie. We'll have a Carrie Fisher podcast. Oh, I should read her book. I, I want to read her book. We can't. You can't. Okay, well, she wrote a couple, so we can each, we can change this. Christ. Um, yeah, but what I really like about oh. Just Go With It is you have this kind of, like, very friendly, semi-antagonistic relationship between your two main characters. It's just not like they razz each other. They're friends. You know, they push back on each other. They challenge each other. They make jokes. And then they have, like, the slow build to falling in love because they know each other. They're seeing each other in a new light. And they're, like, faking it contrasted with what he thinks he wants, which mm -hmm. is hot young blood. And he's like, oh, wait, I actually don't want that. And they have just really evil chemistry that you wrote for them from the beginning. Yeah. And that, yeah, because in every other, most of the movies preceding that, it's like, hot woman, I love him. And this would be stuff maybe I don't want random hot woman. I want girl I know. Like, yeah. Well, Hubie Halloween's a different story. 
UB Halloween is more about <laughs> Halloween is bonkers. After this, I view UB Halloween very differently, and I let it. Uh, we'll talk about. It. Do we dare Jack? Uh, and Jill? I even uh, Jack when I wrote Jill. Jack and Jill, I knew it was going to be a very bad movie. It was famously very bad. I wrote in parentheses maybe because I said I'm I not s- committing to watching. It. I stopped watching it. Not Sarah did stop watching it. It was on her phone the whole time. No, I started planning our hike. I planned our whole hike. Too. We went on a hike after that. The only thing I know about Jack and Jill is Dunkachino. I was gonna say it was a Dunkachino, which is Kino. funny on its own. <laughs> but the rest of the movie, <laughs> yeah, that makes Yeah, I mean, just the fact that they got Al Pacino to cameo in that is it's more than a Like he's. Has a whole plot line. Like he I is in love with Jill. That they got that man to sign that contract. So it's insane. Here's the thing: it's as bad as you think it is. It's as bad as you've heard, and and worse. more. Yeah, like it reminds me of when I saw Cats in theaters. Like, it's as bad as they say it is, and it's cats. not even fun. Oh. Like some bad movies are fun. Like The Room, fun. A terrible movie. One of my favorites, though. Santa Claus Conquers the Martian, garbage, dog shit. One of my favorite movies because it's oh. fun. Debatable. It's debatable. <laughs> it has its not when you're alone. No, 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 you need the community of me and my father. But this one, it wasn't even fun. So, skip Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill bad. Jack That's Jill it. Bad. Murder yeah. mystery. What set us off on this tangent? To call it a tangent is not enough. Uh, we put in this excavation a, over a day, over a day of my life. <laughs> For a month, I only consumed Adam Sandler media. I did not watch anything other than the occasional YouTube video and an Adam Sandler movie. And then afterwards, I completely overcorrected and I didn't watch anything but Gilmore Girls. I needed the female perspective. I was starving. And that's why yeah. this started in October because we did too much too fast. And then we didn't touch it for like half of November and December. And then we came back to finish it. Yeah, that's why. That's why. I really like Murder Mystery. I really enjoyed it. I it thought was it was very really good. fun. It was very clue. <laughs> very like absurd it kept me guessing my favorite part is when they're like talking on the tv about how uh he's not really a detective and they say it in french and they're uh-huh. like you said you're not a detective and he's like keep lying they look straight to the camera they're like by the way this man is not in, really english. in english this man <laughs> is not a detective that's like the only thing they say and then they move on to another language you're like what the fuck so, it's so yeah. absurd it has just the little hints of absurdity every now and then it's not like Billy Madden. yeah and there are like very clue, very knives out. Like here's our wacky cast of characters. Who's it? Who did it? And you're like, I don't know. But, but we're getting Adam and Jen again, which Jen, I mean, Jen. I, Jen. Jen. Oh, and Jen. Yeah. Yes, they're great together in this movie, and I love that she, they they reconcile. He like doesn't tell her that he's not a detective, and she's yeah. like, Why wouldn't you tell she's me? Like, that? Why didn't you feel like you could tell me? We that? get things together we're a team so it's not like the i don't know the negative light that i feel like marriage is always portrayed under especially in like people with adam sandler's humor you know yeah and a lot of like growy comedies it's yes. like my nag of a wife yeah Gar, and you're like that's not funny she, he would never do jen like that jen jen aniston is my favorite adam sandler opposite i'm gonna say it they're very strong together they're very strong and i yeah. just think she I mean, how much of this is, how much is writing, how much is whatever, but like she really comes in as a fully fledged person. I feel like in it, both is, of those it is due to the fact that it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's later really, on, it's better written, and she just really comes in there. 
And I love yeah. that moment you mentioned earlier, Sarah, of why didn't you feel like you could tell me this? Like, let's figure out our issues. Because we do it together. That's what she said. Yeah. Like, we always do everything together. I know. I, that one's I feel beautiful. like I've been seeing more of that in media, or maybe I'm just more aware of it instead of like, oh, couples having a fight. Yeah. I'm angry because you lied to me or you did this. It's like, I'm sorry you didn't feel like you could share that with me. What can I? Like you can. What can I do to make you know that? To make you think I'm healthy relationship of communication, or like the lack of communication, then when it finally comes out, being like, no, we need to fix this. We can't keep doing this. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's also the main conflicts of the movie too. Yeah. Is that he's a detective? He's doing this, and she's like, oh, he's a detective. He can figure it out. And he's like, fuck, I'm not a detective, and I feel like I'm an imposter, and like, because he is. And he's also and she thinks that's the reason he thinks that's the reason yeah. that she is still with him and likes him yeah. because he does have this stuff yeah and she's like no it's you my guy let's work hard yeah. and like so that's an interesting it's nice that we have the a plot with that and then we also have like movement within their relationship so we're going places with like the funny story and we're going places with our characters yeah, yeah. something something i think we should talk about too is this is the premiere of the adam sandler mustache I and if you know, like it. it was good. I, I didn't think I was gonna like it, and it really worked. It's great. It looks really good. He wears a mustache very well. This is also the beginning of the Adam Sandler Netflix deal. Who's the bad guy in Murder Miss? Who ends up being the bad guy? I can't remember. I promise. <laughs> I watched it in October like this. I don't remember. <laughs> it was the woman. I think it was the Gemma Arden. She plays. The oh, I now I think I have to watch that again tonight. And see, that's something I can definitely watch again because I have no memory of it. Because <laughs> it was months ago, I watched it in a weird way. Okay. And like the the end isn't the most important part. Like you're there for the no. ride and the shenanigans. The shenanigans. One of one of the gags that I remember is they run to a car for a chase scene, but they forget that they're in Europe. So the the, yeah. the steering different side. Yeah. That's he's one like, of I got this. And then he's like, oh, what? <laughs> that was a funny bit. This one had a really high production value. It did. Yeah, definitely Adam Sandler being like, I want to hang out in the cool parts of Europe with my family for two months. Netflix, will you foot the bill? Like, that's what this was. They said yes. They and we'll do it over and over again. again. God, he just gets to do anything he wants. God, so cool. <laughs> we have money. It's cool to be at that point. Of, a, of your career where you've been like you got on snl in the early 90s was <laughs> and then the movie started and now he's our our little movie boy i feel like there are very few of these people though this is a very rare fate to have this man the man's prolific yeah oh undeniably yeah i think this is something that it's very i feel like kevin james also does similar things too but adam Sandler. I think there, there are tons of actors who are working and have been working for decades, but I don't think Adam, in the same way where you're like, that is like him trying to- In a Stone movie. You're like, oh, the In a Stone movies. Yeah. Like, these are Adam movies. Like, that's- He also writes them. Not always, but like, more often than not. in more production. Yeah. You can't say for all, every actor. And that's fine. They don't need to do it. Yeah. be a little much. If we asked that of every actor, if every actor ever was like, "All right, let me contribute to the script." Like, oh and they'd be like, "Sweetie, sit down." Like, like, you just read the words we wrote. Let like, the professionals handle it. Who would be the worst person to contribute to their own scripts? Do we think? Who? Yeah, who would be the worst? Is it Noah Centineo? 
think of people I think are stupid. I want to say Bella Thorne, but I feel like that's mean. <laughs> I don't think Bella Thorne could write a movie. I don't think it'd be good. I think she plays the like teenage girl that's like kind of a bitch like really well. Yeah, I think she. I think do she that. does it well because that seems like that's who she is. Who do you think? Literally, my first. I was just trying to think of like dumb men. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider could be Rob Schneider. I don't want Rob him Schneider to ever have a hand. Made. I don't need to see him ever again. The fact that he's on the fact that he's even recorded for posterity is upsetting. <laughs> there is a record of Rob Schneider on this earth. Uh, uh, uh. I'm so glad he was dropped. <laughs> um, no, Dennis, the first person that came to my head, I was like, who's a dumb man? And I thought of Sylvester Stallone, who obviously wrote an amazing movie and starred in it. And I I don't mean One the man. The man's dude, wrote, you and, you wrote Rocky. Have you seen Rocky? I've seen Rocky. No, you Rocky's wrote it. Rocky's amazing. Rocky's yeah. great. I want to talk about the best movie ever, which is Uncut Gems. No, That's sorry, great. there's two you didn't watch in between there. What? Yeah, sorry, dude. Men, so, women, and children. Men, women, and children is insignificant. Ooh. The only oh, reason to watch it is to see Caitlin Beaver and her mother have Jennifer Garner. Oh, sorry, Jennifer Garner have like a little kind of contention, a little. A Jennifer Gardner is like monitoring her child to the end degree. Like she prints out all her messages and reads. She like hacks into her story. secret Tumblr. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. The and most of her wants to do is have a boyfriend and wear a wig. Um, Adam Sandler is there for like five seconds. I don't remember what he does in the movie. Him and his wife both cheat on each other, and then they decide to forget about him and take care. The only thing I remember, and the only other reason to watch other than Caitlin Zebra Jennifer Garner, is to watch Ansel Elgort fist fight Bucky Timothy Chalamet. With Timothy Chalamet in the cafeteria. From the ground. Ansel Elgort grabs Timothy Chalamet with his neck, hoists him what looks like 20 feet in the air, and then throws him. And it's iconic. Timothy Chalamet, he's like young enough to where he's like not really the hard part. He still kind of looks like a rat. It's like his first things. And he's a fucking bitch. He's a little bitch. He's very awful. So you love watching him get beat the fuck up. Phil's a great job. That's it. That's my movie children. Adam is good, but he doesn't get anything. Not his fault. He's addicted to porn. It's weird to watch him get Oh, yeah. You're like, I don't want to see Adam Sandler masturbate. Uh uh uh. But doesn't the idea of Ansel Elgort beating the crap out of Timothy Chalamet, doesn't that kind of like tickle your, your fancy? No, that excites me uh, greatly. But I... Like you, had a, yeah, you had a strong reaction when I said he hoists the I man mean, up. Bucky Ansel Elgort, but also is a big I know. I love Jennifer Garner, too. She's like really She's really good on the movie. She plays a different yeah, character than I yeah. assume from her. Because she's usually so like, rah, rah, rah. I'm nice, I'm fun, girl next door. But she is... Like super tiger mom. The price is wrong, bitch. My laptop is, I mean, it's from 2016 when I graduated. It's not a DVD player. No, mine, mine doesn't either. But like all the video game systems still have it. But I don't have a video we're game. We're not system. gamers. We're girls and we're hot. I feel, <laughs> yeah, like no sexy person has the means to play a DVD. So it's just not. I, I have a player in my computer that we used last week, and I want to apologize. Two of these people are not the same as one, and I'd like to determine what they're Sarah, fuck you. I have a Blu-ray player, I have an Xbox here, and I have a PS4 in New York, okay? So, so you're really not hot is what you're saying. You're just really <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> no, I 
said that I'm a bad dude rolling in DVDs, okay? So calm down. I'm a bad dude. I got a DVD for Christmas, you guys. That's Let's watch it. I got The Jerk starring Steve Martin. We should watch, we should the watch jerk. it. I've heard it's like really good. I have The Jerk starring Steve Martin. And you know who says love interest in it? Bernadette fucking Peters. <laughs> okay, okay. We're all going to watch The Jerk and we're going to reconvene back here. <laughs> But really, okay, no. okay, okay. Oh, my oh my god! Oh my god! So the next is the Myra stories, which is comes highly recommended by us. We have it's to a Noah Baumbach, aka Gerwig's oh, boyfriend. Oh my god! And not only for Adam Sandler's performance, for Ben, we have Stewart. a great script. We have a great relations. The dad is hilarious. He's such a little shit. Ben Stiller is. He had a scene where he was crying and he was doing things with his face that I legitimately set up and was like. Did they put a body double in here for this? <laughs> that's not Ben. And I know that that's not true, but it was, did not look like Ben Stiller. I've never seen him act like that before. I've, I've seen, seen him Zoolander. I've seen him Night at the Museum. I've I haven't seen, seen that. I've seen Permitty, and that's kind of serious, but this was something else. And it was gorgeous. I love it. Like, he it. was angry, but he wasn't a cartoon like he is in no. some of Adam's stuff. Yeah. Which I love him doing that, but this was something Everything else. was motivated, and him and Adam have a great scene where they're both kind of they're having a moment of communication where they're not sure what they're talking about. Because they're so they're, used to not communicating. Until they're in the middle, that they bury their feelings so deep they don't fully understand what it is they're speaking about. But you you get it in the subtext. And it is, it's really good. It's you know what Bombach is great. another like auteur, writer, director guy that I'm like, the writing okay. Is, the writing is great. Um, but I, I don't, <laughs> my I mean, instinct is to not like it, but I think I really and like it. And we have Jean, that lovely, we love Jean. We love Jean. The dog. Noah, Noah Bombach just knows what he's doing. Marriage Story is amazing. I, I stand by See, I was this. like talking big shit about Marriage Story because I was like, it's so good. And I was like, who wants to watch a divorce? Who cares? About him. Yeah. Really good movie. It's not my, like, I, I, I mean this in the least cra crazy way possible because I don't mean it to be, to say like, it's my favorite movie, but I watched it. I've seen it twice now. And the first time I watched it, I was like, damn, this is kind <laughs> of, no, I was like, this is kind of a perfect movie. Like, I don't really have notes. It's not like a feel good. I enjoy it. But I mean, I was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't change anything about what I just saw. It's that's so funny. That's what's like the impact that like Punch Drunk Love had on me. Like we finished and we were like, damn, no, that was a movie. Yeah. That was like something Like someone else. set out to make something. They were like, I have a vision and this is what it is. Mm -hmm. yeah Noah Noah Bombach do you know so that's like kind of about his life right? every movie yeah. is about his life every, every. you know but do you know do you know what movie he, he made like Teen Titans or Teenage Ninja Turtles or like something of um, Claudia the Chance of Meeples 2 Meeples 2 he was like Mad Madagascar 3 it was Madagascar 3 oh, that he made did I make up Claudia the Chance of Meeples I feel like he did that uh, now I have to look that up. Hang okay. On. Well, someone yeah, um, back watch. You finished your thoughts on this. We were interrupting you. Is it no, that was it. Just the fact. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. And it was Jennifer Jason Lee. I didn't know that. I don't know who that is, unfortunately. Jennifer Jason Lee's in Hateful Eight. Um, she's in Good Time, I'm pretty sure, with Rob Pat. Um, Maybe you want to watch that one. Who directed that one? Safety Brothers? Yeah. Brothers, no Another really good movie. Good Times Great. No more um, brothers. Sisters only. Thanks, Wachowskis. 
Yeah, Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. He wrote that. <laughs> All his movies are about him. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say it. Every day. Every day I wake up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen Marriage Story just because I saw two memes. Right I saw that and then ScarJo dancing like she's in an antidepressant ad. Like, those are the two things I took away. It's, it is a, is a really beautiful movie, truly. Yeah, see, I mean, the Meyer with stories is also beautiful. It's literally one of the best movies I've ever seen. It has ever, this movie speaks to me because it's gambling, it's basketball, it's New York, it's Adam Sandler. Are you a big that, person? I'm not a big gambling person because I don't have the capital to be a big gambling person. <laughs> but if I had the capital to, yeah, I fucking love betting on shit i love blackjack no i yeah i i have the potential to be an absolute degenerate but i'm not <laughs> thank god um uh, no yeah uncut gems uh i think i needed to second get a second round of editing i think it was very very long um i'm speaking personally because it made me very anxious <laughs> it made me hurt inside and it took me about 24 hours to shake off that anxiousness if i'm being honest mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe that's just because I'm an anxious person, so it wasn't a good viewing choice for me. But I do, like, I recognize that it may not be my personal favorite, but I do see it as, like, it's an A24 movie, it's a good movie, like, the writing is mm -hmm. good, the pacing is good. I love the, the scene, the acting is good. I think, I think the, uh, who is the basketball man in that? Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. I love the scene where he's looking into the uncut gem and he, like, sees his whole life, like, flash when he's a child and I was like wow that really encompasses like what it's like to feel grief because you feel your whole identity in a, in a thing in an item mm -hmm. I thought that was yeah. great um I I I really liked it but I also really hated it <laughs> and I think the end like it had the desired effect but you didn't want that exactly yeah and I think that's what good art does yeah so it I does what it set out to do I infinitely I I, I am gonna take a shit on it in my blog post but then it gets better <laughs> <laughs> it's it's I, I think that part of my love from it also stems from the fact that I saw it in theaters. Mm. Like yeah. when I, I could not pause it. I could not do a pee break and I could not talk to my, I saw it with my mom and dad. Like, so I couldn't really yeah. do anything, but I was like out loud screaming in the theater because of how fucking into it I was. And Tina Menzel is there. She's great. She's fun. She's fun. She's so sick of him. She hates him. I love the girlfriend. The girlfriend. Oh my God. Julia. She's hot. She's, hot. she's, she's like, so now I own a lot of money. What about it? She gets a, a tattoo of his face on her ass or something. His name on her ass. You're like, she's never oh. acting before. Oh my God. This is the first movie she was in? That's pretty great. Yeah. She was literally just an IG model. I feel who, like that is who she is, though. I feel like she came in with such tenacity that she has to be in that person in some way, <laughs> in such a strong way that they were like, we see, she did a test read, they were like, don't change anything. We see something. Like, Brittany from Glee. Like, they were like, don't change it, you're perfect for this. You know? And like, I mean, and I mean, she has on camera presence, I feel like she can go on and do more. I'm excited to see what else she does. No, I, I think she has a lot of stuff ahead of her. Um, that, I like, can can I can I say the elephant in the room of it all? Yes, that she that she's hot. That booty does not. Oh yeah, her ass. Oh her ass my god. So insane. Whew. When he's like hiding in the little closet and she's in the lingerie, you're like, everyone stop. Yeah. Everyone's... 
Whoa! Take a minute. This is out of control. Very hard. Yeah. This oh. is insane. I cannot believe we're getting this quality of ass in a movie. I like, like the way your hands are shaped right now. <laughs> you are just grabbing it in your imagination. Put a Corey Thomas in front of me. I don't like a Corey Thomas because that's weird. I don't like Corey Thomas. I've seen it like thrice and I don't like it. <laughs> it's never even that extreme. This is the case and we freak out. It's always about the ass too. Wow. Well, you made us know who you were real quick. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's just like, no, but they lean into it in the movie because he, he literally, when his name is on it and he goes, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve it. <laughs> but he's like, why did you do that? I don't deserve it. Also because he doesn't have the money to pay the due back. He doesn't have the ring to give. It's just the fact that he keeps on. I'm like, surely he's not going to continue to. Bet. Every time we think surely he's learned he's his not. lesson. Surely. Oh, he's in the clear. Oh, second. Like, oh my God, he's in the clear. Now it's going to be okay and for I the next two know, hours. I want to know how he got here. Like, how did he. That character? Yeah. Like, how did yeah. he just get to this level of absolute insanity? Because he's clearly, like, like, good at what he does to an extent and that he can really charm people and, like, talk his way in and out of things. Yes. Also, who's the man who was all in Sorry Not to Bother You? He was great in this film. Oh, Lakeith. Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, he's a, he's so good. He's amazing. He's, he's good in everything. Yeah. He's really good he working could, recently. He could be whoever he wanted. Yeah, I he really, really I'm confused because I'm like, oh my god, that's him too. I know. Just like the first four times that's I see Julia fun. Fox in this movie, like I just she's like in his bed and then she's at work and then she's over here and I'm like, oh, that's all the same woman. Yeah. I don't know why it's confusing to me. I guess I get I get confused because they're like two women in his bed when he shows up at home mm -hmm. and I don't think they're gonna matter, but then no. oh, woman, in but then she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other woman we never see ever again. Yeah. Her the um high ponytail and the white crop top at the club with the weekend with the weekend go fuck the weekend go fuck the weekend she's like oh my god he didn't even do anything and then she's like yelling at that woman in line she's like you stupid whore or whatever what did she call him bitch something so funny i don't know it was funny in the club that's why i'm in one oak and you're outside you dumb bitch i have watched uncut gems I want to say four times, four or five times since it's come. I watched it twice, and I don't think I can ever watch it again. Or I'm gonna need like a few years off, just because it's such, it's so intense that I don't want to go through it. Like I admire it as a work of film, as a work of art, and what everyone's doing involved. But it's one of those movies where you're like this bummed me the fuck out, and I don't. It's a one watch, you know, for me. It really speaks to me. I, I can't really okay. articulate. I don't know. <laughs> wow. So as like a sports boy yourself, were you familiar with like the big game in question pre this movie? This is 2012. So kind of. This was when I was not watching basketball as much because the Lakers had fallen off by this point. I was very aware of the Celtics team in question that Kevin Garnett was on, that Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, um, Ra Rajon Rondo was still on the team at that point because the Lakers played them in the 2010 finals and beat them. And they played them in the 2008 finals and lost. So I know that squad. I know all the names in there. So that's why when actual real life Kevin Garnett shows up in this movie to play himself and is a good actor. I know. I was like, like it 
it's his space jam moment and you're like why is he really good like i didn't like i don't know anything about basketball unless they went to university of kentucky when i was in middle school or high school i don't know any basketball players those are the only people i know he is um i was really surprised like when he was like i need this i need this i didn't even know he was a basketball player i thought oh you didn't well, I mean, I kind of got that energy. I was like, I, this feels like a cameo. Like, this is the real guy. And this is a real person. And a real game question. But I feel like he, he was just really good at being himself. Because it is a cameo. Yeah. I feel like they were like, just be on camera and say these things. And he was like, okay, yeah, sure. And he was able to do that. Yeah. And I think I, he was great. Yeah. I love him. They're like, I have good camera presence. And I can, I'm not like acting. But like, I can act. Yeah, I can like amp up a part of my personality yeah. and really go for it. It being that game is very important. It being that team, that Celtics team is very important too. So is Why? that like is that like an iconic game? Yeah. Like is it a final? Is it what a championship? What is this game? It's an Eastern semi. Okay. So whoever the Celtics won and they went on to the Eastern Conference Finals in 2012. Spoilers, Thomas. Jesus. In 2012 Eastern uh, you're probably playing LeBron in the Heat at that point. My what my question is like, I wonder if there are other scripts of this movie with other members of that Celtics team because they, if they were ever like, oh, maybe we can't get KG, like maybe we have to get. I know. I was Rondo, that. Like, we what, have they, did they decide to like a specific player? Yeah. Like, do you think was there ever a draft where it wasn't anyone on that team? It was like. Someone else was ever there was ever a draft where it was a fictional thing. Maybe I I don't know because clearly like if you're writing Kevin Garnett into a movie you you need him to play it. Yeah, yeah. You need to, but... I, I don't know. They probably hit him up very early into this. Mm-hmm. And same reason like Jonah Hill was initially supposed to be Howie. I forgot about that. I I can see Jonah Hill being he able to pull, in pull something off like that. Yeah, he would be that guy. He would not be as pathetic. Yeah, as I, I. You literally took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. It would be. Terrible. I fucking love this movie. I'm I'm probably gonna watch it in three months. It's that kind of thing for me. You're brave, Thomas. It's too much for me. It's really. It speaks to me. The pacing just gets me going, I man. Anyway, when he dies, it is so rewarding it's so impactful there's something because he there's just this sense like like the pacing like you said it just keeps going and going you feel like there's going to be a period there's never a period it's a comma it's a semicolon mm-hmm. go 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 and at then, best it's like an ellipsis you have a moment the, to breathe uh, and then it picks back and the up. fact that he doesn't stop himself that it's He's like completely someone else out of his control that stops him you're like oh shit and they solidify him as a character as a person they're like that they're like yep he was a gambler. He had a problem, and he was never going to stop. And someone else. Like this was him. the only way for this. This to was end. the only way. Yeah. <laughs> like this it's keeps going great. on yeah. forever it's great. until someone stops it for him because he's not going to. It's yeah. great. Uh, and him watching the game, I'll never forget that scene. Oh my god! And then him amping up and getting so excited. The people then, in the little vestibule being like, "Oh my god! Like is he going to win this?" Dying. And then just like he fucked up. That guy fucked up big. I'll say yeah, it. He shouldn't have killed him. He was, anything you should have shot him in the leg and been like, shut up. Been like, <laughs> hey, pay me. Yeah. You know? Give me your but, money. I'm robbing you. Wow. So good. It was impactful. It was very impactful. The movie has like these little ellipses, these pauses where you can like rest and come down for a second. But there is always that low level of tension 
And then like when he gets shot at the end, you're like, oh my God, that just happened. But also I'm relieved because I can't watch him act like this anymore. Yeah, like you're upset, but you're relieved at the same time. Like at least it's, it's like they make those decisions for you about how you feel, you know what I mean? Like they're not. Yeah, and then yeah. that and then that the girl gets out okay, presumably makes me, made me so happy. I was yeah. like, don't hurt her. I was like, she did nothing. I feel bad for his kids. I feel bad for his kids. Especially if she didn't know what's going on. Like she I can't tell if I think if Julia Fox is okay in the end. I like to think she is. I think That's she my is. story. I, I she, need that to be true. She goes off with that guy who's like kind of clueless. She gets all her. She gets her, all the money. She gets all the money. I think yeah, but until she finds him dead, and then she's like, "Fuck!" and she takes off. <laughs> I feel like she could disappear, and it'd be hard to find her. Yeah, I feel like she's yeah, smart. She knows if she can't fuck around because she knows. What but do the guys wait there for her because they know she's gonna come back? I think she would see that. I don't think she's dumb. Yeah, okay, fair. I think she's so I really get that vibe. Because in the casinos, he, like, sees those people and she, like, knows to, like, He knows people are after her. It, like, she's going to be calling him on the phone. He's her. not answering. Yeah. Like, she, she might be able like, to put something together. But, yeah. yeah. Something could have okay. happened. Okay. Maybe he gets on the news. Maybe you know? she doesn't know. know exactly what happens, but she knows that it's not. She's got to scram. Lay low. OMG, there is, no, there is a world where julia fox goes to adina menzel and they just like girl boss it up with the 1.5 million dollars like, yeah <laughs> could be kind of cool okay should we give you halloween should we move also one more thing show. about uncut gems very much a voice movie <laughs> but it works it's a character it's an accent it's a whole thing and it adds to it he's so he's the gnarliest slimiest little rat alive and it's perfect he hadn't tried in a while and okay. he said look what happens when i try he said all right all right I'll he's it. like i heard you guys forgot about punch drunk love watch yeah, it. Know, yeah. <laughs> and we said thank you that's my favorite thing about him nominated both he and the movie should have been nominated i'm mad about that every day of my life what was it i think the movie definitely should have been what the movie yes adam sandler i feel like i think it was it was a really good i i think he's really good but i'm also like just I don't know. Just because he does bad, and then I just because I see him doing okay often, and then I just see him doing good doesn't mean that his good performances are all. Does that make sense? I feel like it makes him more elevated. Yeah, like part of the not, power is because we're not used because to him I'm being not serious. Used to it. That's the power. So then when he does, it's so like. I'm, but I do believe the movie. Like it was an amazing performance. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no denying. Who's denying? Hmm. Okay. Agree. Agree. Disagree. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm not giving it a hard no, but I think yeah, that is an interesting aspect of it. It's not you know, that it's unexpected, yeah. so then we value it a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I like uh, love and Spanglish and all of those so much because they're like, like extra hit hard. I did not. Yeah, they hit extra hard because I didn't expect it. And like you could have gotten that same effect, I guess, with Jonah Hill because he is like schlubby, haha, I'm funny. It wasn't, but he doesn't have the same legacy that Adam Sandler does. I just think it would have been different, but I do think yeah. someone else could have done. Jonah Hill has two Oscar nominations, though. People forget that. Oh, yeah. what are they for? Moneyball. Wolf of Wall Street and Moneyball. I don't well, know. I, I just didn't see those. I saw. So I, guess I saw problem. Wolf of Wall Street and I saw Moneyball, and you know what? They were movies that I didn't care about. They were like. Just more movies about white guys doing things, making money, doing business. <laughs> and were they good? Yeah. Was Jonah Hill funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. I liked it. But I wasn't captivated. I wasn't grasped. I was like, okay, yeah. I've never finished Wolf of Wall Street. 
You know what I'm I'm I'm, I don't think I finished it either. I did fall asleep both times I watched it. Perhaps I've never seen. I do know what happens. <laughs> I do know like the general plot, but I don't think I've seen it with mine of this. It's I fell asleep just... during Forrest Gump, but I've never seen you it. You know what we have? I know I have seen the scene where Margot Robbie is like, who? Who? What are you, a fucking owl? And keeps throwing water on That's him. That's Oscar. That's an Oscar right there. Because she's like 22 or something. Amazing. I was going to say, that's the only part I've seen. Cinema. It's awesome. We should watch everything Margot Robbie's in. By that, I mean I, Tanya. <laughs> over and over and over again. All right. Once Hubie by- Halloween. Hubie Halloween, baby. Woo-hoo! Okay. Thomas, do you uh, want to start this one off because it's so fresh in your brain? Yes, I actually really yeah. do. Yeah, please. Do you want to hear? This is going to be a hot take in this circle. I can tell. We're ready. This Hubie Halloween is Adam Sandler going full Walter White and taking everything that makes an old vintage Adam Sandler comedy good and funny and distilling it into its purest form. And I fucking, I was laughing so hard in this movie. The bit in the, there's a bit in the first two minutes where the kids are throwing eggs at him. He catches them in a thermos, shakes it up, says breakfast Rocky style, drinks it and immediately pukes. And it that's four jokes in five seconds. I laughed so fucking hard. I think it is, is a lot that I loved of it individual moments. Yeah. As a but, whole but being not not knowing any of his stuff. Yeah, and hard. then going back through the catalog and I was like, oh, this was super referential. It was like a love letter to his career. That and I would enjoy it more. Today. Yeah. I wish we would have seen him last. I we didn't like know it would have made it so I would have had a completely different because now that I look at it, I, I agree completely. I think it is a homage to his entire career. And there's so many small things. There's such specific details. He there's brings so many all the people characters, that he, so many for his friends. Yeah, and it's it's great. And it yeah. looks like most of them are having fun. I'm not going to say all of them. Most of them. Steve Buscemi, King. Everybody in that movie is just bickin' and bullin'. They got fucking Shaq and Betsy Sodaro to share a BLT together, making out and eating it. That's so funny. I'm sorry. That, like, was, that, that bit didn't resonate with me. Those two, man and woman, have swapped voices. Isn't that silly? And I'm like, okay, this is a cheap joke, and I don't think it's very funny. Yeah. But, I don't know. I like seeing a was, couple that's, like, weirdly into each other. Like, that part of the relationship, everyone's like, stop. You're being gross. That was fun. But, like, the swapped that, voice was like, the swapped voice, I was like, okay. And it was fun to have him pull up to the radio station and be like, it's Shaq? Like, what? Like, that was... I laughed. I also love... Like, Shaq is such a weirdly personal childhood hero for me. <laughs> so that's part of it as well, but... Yeah, when you yeah. mentioned earlier about his movies being, like, sketches, I feel like that really... You see that in this one. Yes. It really... It's like a quilt, this movie. There's so much going on. There's so many characters. It's collage. Yeah. Him and Julie Bowen making out with the camera... And, like, everybody just buying into it was so... It's so funny. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's really stupid. <laughs> and Julie um, Bowen being, like, kind of weirdly into him was so odd. But isn't she, like, the bad guy at the end? No, no it's they're mom. together. Yeah, Because I thought it was going to be Julie Bowen, right? Really I mom. thought it was yeah. going to be her, and I was like, oh, I get why she's so into him, because she's... Um, but that wasn't it. And I was like, um, oh. It was so... Yeah, and get- 
extreme. All the like, Jesse okay. kids? Why are all the Jesse? Well, there's only two of them. There's like that girl, the blonde girl, and then the Indian guy is also a Jesse. Any grown ups uh, hate Karen Boyson, both of those. And I'm sure he would. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Adam Sandler made this movie to give jobs to all of his friends, all of the current cast members of SNL, and everyone who was at one point on Disney Channel. And I admire him for that. Yeah, and he's like, we're going to have fun yeah. doing it. He was like, we're going to, Ben Stiller, his little cameo in the beginning. <laughs> oh my God. If I would have known what that was referencing, if that was referencing Happy I would have thought it was I would have died. Because I loved it just as is, yeah. not knowing it was. Okay, also, did you catch the fake Jello body that Ben Stiller unveil like unveils? Did did you catch that he gives the Jello body a hot dog boner and balls? I don't remember that. I did watch it in October. It's just at every fucking turn in this movie, they take the low road to fit another joke in, and I think that's beautiful. I think it's a beautiful. Because it is so dense and so aware that it's nonsense. Mm -hmm. Like those low, easy jokes work because they are so constant. Whereas, like in Grown Ups, yeah. like the low, easy stuff does not hit. Yeah, that's that's a good way of saying it. Yeah, making iconic act, eighty-nine-year-old actress June Squibb wear funny, like overly sexual graphic T-shirts for an entire movie. Incredible. Um, That's so funny. I remember, I remember her ending being strong. I don't like remember the super specifics, but her like, I was protecting my son. You're like, yeah. whoa, whoa, girl. And then you're like, I need it out, so. And that was like the, very Waterboy, you know? Yeah, it, it is Waterboy. Like, he's doing the Waterboy voice. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's just he's doing, doing the Waterboy voice. He has the overbearing mom. Everyone thinks he's a big, dumb idiot. Yeah. You know, it feels like that was their starting point, and then they added everything. And they're like, what if I, all my friends were in it, and it was nonsense, and I had the mustache. And the thermos doing everything. I was yeah, like, yeah. Why not? So stupid. One of my favorite running gags is, like, when things are getting thrown at them, and it just, the things getting thrown get more and more absurd. Like, yeah. I don't even remember a specific example, but it's like eggs, and then it's like a mailbox, and then it's like a car, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, it's impossible. Yeah. It's so fun. Right. By the middle of the movie, they're throwing crutches at him. I remember. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell? And I also like seeing a uh, little Mr. Jesse boy. I don't know his name. The Indian guy played the Yeah. Villain. He was such a little shit. He was a little Because I've only seen him be like cute and Jesse. And I was like, yeah. you go. I was like, you act, sweetheart. Have fun. China Ann McLean was there. She was good. China Ann McLean was so cute. She was allowed to be an adult. And I was like, oh my she God, was she was to be an adult. She's like our age. Fucking hilarious. And funny. selling it. He wasn't taking shit from anybody. Yeah, it was so funny. Like the kids were fucking around and she was like, I don't know, man. Yeah. This old guy tries to ask her and she's like, oh, she's like what? what? She's like, is this, is this serious? I loved that. That fucking kid, the son, he is in Stranger Things. That's right. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in that movie. Movie? Sorry. What? Which Stranger Things boy is he? Will? Will. Forgot he's such a little cutie oh he my god i down so long we forgot he existed <laughs> maya rudolph and tim meadows just they like amazing. and tim meadows hey. grown ups too tim meadows amazing i need to watch more of his stuff because i just he, he just pops up every now and then and you're like you're amazing yeah meadows is consistently hilarious like one of the most consistently funny people he was on time. snl right 
Yes. If you want to watch a really good Tim Meadows SNL sketch, watch um, Fuck Me. It's Happy Time Junction, I think and is I was what like, it's called. Can you do that on cable? <laughs> well, that's the whole joke. Um, it's like a, a children's TV show parody, but they keep on, act, like, just, just watch it. Just watch Happy Time Junction, SNL Tim Meadows. Um, yeah, what, what else can be said about this? I think it was a perfect Adam Sandler movie. If you buy like, into the concept. It felt like a finale. Yeah. I felt like I, I'm Sandler never gonna make another movie yeah. after this. I, I don't think that's necessarily like, true, but that is what it felt like. It felt like I'm wrapping shit up. I'm saying goodbye and I love you. Which is untrue because he has a TVD in reverse. Yeah, like the that's Netflix deal ain't over. Oh, I can't wait for the next Adam Sandler movie. God. I don't know if he's like executive producing it or writing it or whatever, but I, I was on his Wikipedia. I was like, when I was writing my thing the other day, I like had to look at it and either said something like to be like in production or something. I don't know. I, I, mean, I forget how many deals with Netflix it was, but it was like a six, five, six or eight picture deal, something like that. Oh, January 2020, a new four movie deal. A new four movie deal. That has to start now because. I honestly kind of want Adam Sandler finish the first to one. write a movie and not be in it. Does that make sense? I want to see what kind of movie he I'd be makes. interested. If, and well, how that shifts the dynamic. What does he want to tell if he's not the center of it? Yeah. He's like, if it's not about me. Yeah. Like, what could it be about? Because I feel like he has a great comedic mind. Oh, yeah. Clearly, I mean, he's we, a ton. Yeah, he's, he's great. And I feel like we could see a story. Not that he needs to do that. But I think it'd be interesting. I'd be interested in seeing that. Yeah. Just him shift into more. Like, I'm just interested in anything he does. I want to see him do more and different things, too. Yeah. Yeah. I love <laughs> this man. I know. It's kind of insane. I really... I didn't think this was gonna I happen. never, just the way I never expected to like Steely Dan as a music <laughs> yes. category. I feel like Sarah and I started listening to Steely Dan as, as a, a bit, as a joke, and now we're obsessed with it. And we love it. I, I got a Steely Dan book from the library. Like, I'm in this thing. And that's us with that. Anna, I've never, yeah. Yeah. I've never heard a Steely Dan song. We'll indoctrinate you, don't worry. What's the big one? The change of the guard reeling. That's not true. Are you reeling in the years? Don't obey the time. Are you gathering up the tears? Have you had enough of mine? That was great. <laughs> Thank you. We are musicians. I'll send you some. Uh, I'll send you some ones to get you started. Yeah, we'll send you a link. Um, yeah, but no, it's silly. Dan is a joke that Nick Kroll and John Mulaney make in Oh Hello, that their characters love Steely Dan. And we were like, haha, what if we listen to yeah. it? My dad loves Steely Dan. He went to one of his, their concerts. It's one of them's dead now, so it's one of them, but yeah. Oh, uh, well, my dad has been to a Steely Dan show in the past, I wanna say two years, two, three years. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. yeah. But yeah, yeah like, so I, I expected to come out the other end with more respect for Adam and like getting him more as yeah. an actor, but I never expected to be I didn't think I was going to fall in love. I really did fall in love. And I didn't think I was going to think he was hot. And once you see him in Airheads in that crop top, you can, you can always see, see that vestige. Every time hot. I always show him, that now, him in that crop top, whenever I talk about it, I'm like, no, 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 you have to look at it. You have to look at it. Because if I know this, then you have to know this. It's one of those things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Did you, do you feel like you learned anything through this experience, Tommy? Hmm. Has your relationship with Adam changed? Is there anything you watched for the first time? No. If if anything, has it changed? Yeah, I think I've grown fonder for sure. Punch Drunk Love 
kind of opened my eyes a bit because I didn't know he was that good that early. I knew he was that good from like 2010 onward, but like in 2002, I was like, I know he had that. And now I mean, I have to watch Meyerowitz stories. I think that's my big next hill to climb. Yeah. But that's, I don't know. The the dude is like absolutely a hero of mine. He's so good at what he does. Um, See, when you said that a few months ago, we were like, okay, Thomas. But I get it. I know. We really did. We really tried to clown on you. Very sorry. Yeah, I'm right. Um, You're right. (laughs) I'll admit it. You're right. You're very right. I'm I'm glad that everything was good. Yeah. Or that a lot of things were good. I was so pleasantly surprised. So it made for a good experience. Adam, if you're listening to this podcast and you made it, make it to the end of part two of this. If you care, with three little shits, think about you. Adam, just know that, like, hey man, we love you, and I'm like super looking for an agent, and uh, you know, always cast ready. Us, Adam, cast us and cast me, because I could, I could be a funny frat bro and whatever. Talk about the who? Come on. Can I be his daughter? Like, you have, like, you're the sweetest boy in America, and I love you to the end of the world, but you could totally be frat douche. Yeah. You totally have that in you. Oh, I'm well aware. Big ass respect for Steve Buscemi after this. Oh, my God. He does a little thing in the wedding singer. He has a great physical moment we forgot to talk about. (gasps) Oh, my God. He's drunk and, like, falls down the stairs in a way that we rewound multiple times because it's such an amazing physical. It was really good. It was good. Like, I want to see everything this man's ever done. Steve Buscemi is is great. Yeah, I think. And I think it was cool to see him. Um, and Adam moved together on Airheads, where they clearly were not spearheading production. Yeah. And then come together later on for TV Halloween, for the wedding. I don't know, for Steve Buscemi for, to pop up and be and in, steal the show. For at least yeah. Adam to be like, okay, Steve is someone that I know and that I like to work with. And, make and then I can pull in for something. Yeah. It was, it was really great. And he's just consistently good. Just consistently good. Oh, he only hits. Yeah. He only writes bangers. <laughs> yeah. Firefighting legend. <laughs> so I guess that's the hit. I mean, that's the filmography. We watched a little bit of the SNL. We definitely don't know as much as you do. I feel like it's harder to catch up on stuff like that, where he was like, you know, there for years every week. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I made Sarah listen to the Lunch Lady Land. Very funny. Very funny. Iconic. Iconic. That was the first the Hanukkah songs funny. That was the first time I was like, oh, Adam Sandler is good. When on my little Pandora comedy shuffle, that song came up and I was like, what the hell is this? And it just keeps going and escalating. And you're like, what in the world? And it's so funny. And the vocal performance is amazing. And he's adorable. And it's so so. It's just great. And because my experience with Adam (laughs) was my mom being like, I don't like him. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Do you guys think that Adam Sandler is still hot? now today i think if he dressed nice he could be i think if he dressed nice he because if in like uncut gems if he didn't have the weird beard and the glasses i feel like i'd be like weird fit but okay you're wearing a pair of pants yeah yeah look at him like accepting the because he won the independent spirit award no but i look at him at award shows and he's wearing a top is that what we is that we saw a picture of him wearing a really ugly shirt is that what that was from uncut gems no 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 no. it was no he was a character remember he was wearing that weird god-awful shirt that wasn't an actual photo of him, and he was wearing the glasses, and he had the beard on Cut Gems when he spent Oh. Yeah, I think that might have just been, like, they were testing out clothes or something. Oh, I assumed he was just like, I like baby glasses. No. I, I sent that to you on Twitter? Yeah, you sent it to me on Twitter. 
I'm going to look for it. I don't think that that is true of Adam. Adam Sandler is exclusively a tuxedo or exclusively fit shorts. Yeah, he looks good. No, he looks great. He looks great. I don't know if I still... I can't be into him because he's too old for me. Yeah, he's... But if I was his age, I feel like I'd be like, he's a good looking man. There are very yeah. few that far out of my age range that I could be like, they're hot. Yeah. You know, I just, it's, mm-mm. it's just not, I can't. Yeah. yeah. That's also why young Adam has like such a pull for him because if I knew him then, oh my God, would I not be falling at his like, feet? It, it'd be a lifelong thing. I would be, yeah, I'd be like, this is my crush. Yeah. This is my crush. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The 90s were really the time. You had Ben Stiller young. You had, oh my God, you had young Gary Old. No one likes young Gary Old. Yep, that's not Adam Sandler. I swear to God. Come on. You think he would wear that with that weird belt? Come on, dude. No, this has to be has a to, fitting for a costume that did not get the cut gems. Because he has the beard and everything, too. He has the beard and the glasses, and he's wearing a god-awful belt. Yeah, no, this this is not him IRL. No. But it is a choice. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway. Lunch when we land, we watched my sweatshirt. That one's so fun. He's so cute in it. You know? With his red sweatshirt and his little guitar, SNL. I don't, update. I don't know this one. I'm sorry. I I don't even remember. It was just he was Super just being what it's cute. about. He was just being really cute, endearing, and it was funny. And enough. the chorus was, was silly, like silly. my sweatshirt, <laughs> you know. And you're like, Classic. <laughs> have you seen Opera Man? No, I haven't. I know it's one of the iconic ones. But I haven't well, seen go watch an opera man. We watched one that was him, at least I watched it. It was him and Chris Farley. And Chris Farley was like, please let this man in your house. Oh, be a mover. That was funny. That was good. In the beginning, it wasn't funny, but they kept going. But they kept going. Whenever mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I love when you just see the bones of something and then they're like, it's here. Where can we take it from here? We can move to here. We can move to here. We can keep escalating. What's the highest point? You know? I love it. So yeah, 10 out of 10 for Adam Sandler. When I started this, I was like, this is so much. And then, because we started 15 movies. Yeah. And then we added two more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot. I, it was worth it. I'm say. glad we watched them. I'm glad stories. we did that. So good. I'm glad we had the Magic Stories. Men, Women, and Children, we could have skipped it. But, you know, Timmy getting yoinked, very fun. Would you, would you do this for any other actor in the future? I want to. I, I want to. I want to do it with a woman, though. I can't do, you know, that. especially with just how done dirty so many these women were. You're like, please, <laughs> please, here nightly. I wouldn't think I'll do it on my own. I just wouldn't want it. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I want to do it with a woman that I really respect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm getting obsessed <laughs> with Greta Gerwig. I don't think she has the filmography. Yeah. I mean, I could probably, I could watch all of everything she's ever done. That is within reach. It's not that much. Yeah. It's, it's like, what, Because I've already seen... Francis Ha, I've seen Mistress America. She made Little Women, we saw that. Yeah. But Lady Bird. A ton of other stuff. Yeah. I feel like she's just, just starting. I'm just really, I'm really interested in her and I really like what I've seen. Yeah, I don't know. I have to really sit down and think about it. I don't know. And I feel like it goes, it's like an important thing to toss in here at the end and probably should have been stated earlier. As we're like ragging on all these movies for not having well-written like women, the movies are 99% white people. Like, oh, the only black yeah. people, or just people of color in general, are Maya Rudolph and Tim Meadows, or, like, his golf coach. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so, so white. And even in Spanglish, like, this woman mm-hmm. is Mexican, but she's not even Mexican, she's uh, Spanish. She's from 
she's Spanish, she's from Spain, and she has very European features, and she's given a very, like, brown story, which I think is important to know, and her daughter is a little bit more, I mean, I'm, like, I don't know, she just, I don't know, I thought that was important. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to think about if, I mean, like, I, I, I watched 17 movies, like, I'm sure there's stuff I'm forgetting, but overall, those were the big, that and the maid and Billy Madison, those were, like, there were a yeah. couple of things where we were just kind of like, oh, and you can see the, how they age. Yeah, the maiden and Billy Madison really did not age well. And it's unfortunate that the only people in, like, QB Halloween 2020, oh no, the cop is also- Was it the cop Shaq? It was Shaq and- Oh, uh, I forgot Shaq's in a couple of them. And he's from SNL, QB Halloween. Oh, Keenan, Keenan Thompson. Thompson. Oh, oh my God, I forgot he's he's in that movie. movie. He's in that movie. Because he barely did anything. Mm. Be Halloween is who, who, what do we have? We have our- Keenan Thompson's most fun moment in that movie was when Adam Sandler kept showing up in disguises. Yeah. Remember that? And then Keenan Thompson was just yeah. exasperated in the back. That, that was, was so fun. That was a great moment. That Keenan was is really good. He is. I he need to see more anything. of his stuff. Because I feel Keenan like- Keenan Thompson is the best sketch, um, maybe not best, but like the most successful sketch comedian of all time. He's he literally never done anything. For forever. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he went from all that to SNL. That's always, literally, that's always ever done. Like, that's fucking bonkers. Yeah. That's kind of nice, though. He yeah, and now he has, has his own show. It premieres this week. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. What's it about? Keenan on NBC, February 16th. I'm plugging. Is it like a sitcom or a talk show or what? Sitcom. Nice. Yeah, but I just to have a filmography this dense like we watch 17 movies and then it's just be the same kinds of people always seen on screen it's like come on yeah like you you can't keep doing this and i guess you could say things get a little better as it continues but still like I, yeah because like hubie halloween we got chad and mclean we got the guy from jesse whose name i don't know we got keenan we got tim we got maya but it's still, it's, the proportions are still so off. Yeah, it's, it's still so. Not equal footing. Yeah. And all of those, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you can do better. There are people who can do everything you need for them, them to do in an Adam Sandler movie who aren't all white. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's it. I think that, I mean, part of that is also that he just cast his friends. So I mean, I guess it's his white friends. Yeah. Although he was that is... Republican for a hot second. Oh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock is very much in the Grown Ups movies. Oh, I forget those happen. Because yeah. they're bad. They're really bad. Yeah. Rocky's in the Grown Ups movies. So is my Rudolph. I, does anyone have a crush on David Spade? No. I'm sorry. Ah. Uh, look. Look. Think about it. Maybe. I feel like I like the idea of David Spade. Oh, no. Sorry. Wait, wait. wait pause. You broke up on the Zoom for a second. Is Anna riding for David Spade right now? Yeah, she has a crush on him. I I really like his voice, and I think he's really good in the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, well, okay, I'll allow that, but that's where I've seen him in. And then he's on that one sitcom uh, with Patrick Warburton and, like... Oh, my butt. Do you know what we're talking about? No, not even a little bit. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I think it's this mediocre show that just got put on syndication, so it's just like reruns sometimes. You know, Patrick Warburton, Kronk, his iconic voice. No, I I know who Patrick Warburton is, but um, I I don't know what you're talking about. I just think it's cute. 
David Spade is good at what he does. I'm not saying he's not good at it. I'm just saying. I don't even know if I can agree with that. Yeah, like, I, I know he's good at what he does. See the stuff I've seen. I, like, him and, I've seen him in Grown Ups. I've seen him in Grown Ups. There are parts of it I liked. He's just there. Oh, he was in um, Wedding Singer for a second. Doesn't he like dress up as a woman? Yes, he's in the new The Wedding Singer and he's in drag. Sue me. It's true. Hmm. I don't, I don't. Maybe it's Jack and Jill. I think we can all Okay, agree so it's, it's the end of Jack and Jill, I that think. That the worst Adam Sandler actor is Rob Schneider. He's the worst recurring actor in Adam Sandler. Who? Who is? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Not the worst actor, but he's just the worst to see. He's the most unfortunate <laughs> to be there. You see him and you talk, I want to close my eyes. Well, we know. <laughs> you want to stop talking about it. I just... Okay, guys, this has been happening for three hours. We're I, done. Three and a half hours. It's over. It feels good. Everyone, go around the circle, do a little self-promo, pick something you like that you want to shout out. And you go first. I'll go first. Okay. I'm not ready. Um, you can follow me at Animixnail, Insta, Twitter. Um, I just revived my Instagram where I talk about books. That's at Animix Books. So every time I finish a book, I just post about it a little bit. I, I don't know how it's pronounced. I use Zami, Zami, Z-A-M-I, a new spelling of my name by Audre Lorde. I read it. I had a little tough time getting into it because like I knew it was from the 80s. So I was like, okay, an oldish book for me from like what I read. Um, and there are so many pages. The font is so small. The margins are tiny. And I was like, oh my God, it's so much. And I knew it was due really soon. So I was like, Ugh. but she just like goes through her life and picks out all these anecdotes and moments and weaves them together to where it's like all these three, these three separate moments from like her life and her friends throughout the years, she puts them all together and you're like, oh my God, this is like, this chapter is about like this theme, this idea. And she is just like a master at the craft. I know she's also a poet and you so see that in her writing. I also kept trying to look up how to pronounce her name because it's spelled A-U-D-R-E. Um, and I watched a full like a three minute YouTube compilation that was like, how to say it. And it's people like, talking about her and everyone is saying it differently and they're like audrey audrey audra and i'm like ah! and i couldn't get straight <laughs> so but yeah i also read sister outsider by her over the summer and she's amazing i should read more of her stuff she's great sarah oh me um my name is sarah and you can find me at <laughs> sarah <I'm> a little <laughs> late <laughs> sarah l6 on instagram at sweet babe on twitter and uh, what am I promoting? My blog. Hell yeah. Come look at my blog. I have two posts. One is about driver's license and how it forced me to seek out therapy. And the other is about Reddit and how I'm absolutely amazed that GameStop had the premonition to put power to the players as their tagline. That is just <laughs> and everyone knows about her. Yeah, everyone knows about her at blogspot.com. So check it out. Links in my Instagram bio. <laughs> Yay. And I'll have one post coming about Adam Sandler and this whole, I rank him. I put him in three tiers. So <laughs> get ready. <laughs> Tommy, take us home. All right. Um, I'm Thomas. Uh, you can find me at Thomas Kuklinski, T-H-O-M-A-S-K-U-K-L-E-N-S-K-I uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to plug a podcast that doesn't exist yet, but um. Be on the lookout for cruise control should be coming in about a month, I would say, probably. 
I'm filming a short film soon, but not much to report about there. So that should be out. And I don't know. Who knows? That's exciting. Yeah. So that, that'll be cool. I don't know. Cast me in your shit when theater comes back. Uh, that's all I got to say. <laughs> cast me now in your film shit. Yeah. No, uh, no. Also cast me in your film shit because I'm trying cast to be across. Now. Please, please, please. Cast me yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yesterday, Thank you. today, and tomorrow. <laughs> my acting email is sarah.lenar6 at gmail.com. Thank you. Yeah, also uh, TomsCoquency1616 at gmail.com. Uh, I'd also like to shout out Eric Garcetti. Get the Los Angeles vaccination rollout under control, you fucking nerd. Okay, anyway. Do you want to give a shout out to an art thing you do like? Because I don't think oh. Eric Garcetti meets that criteria. Oh, we're, we're shouting out art that we like. Um, Thomas, oh, this is show. We always do it. And, um, let me think. I'm going to shout out Bartice Strange. His album Live Forever or Live Forever, but probably Live Forever, probably. Um, came out pr probably <laughs> came out, I think, at the end of last year. Um, but I found it, you know, two weeks ago or so. And I mean, I'm, it's in constant rotation right now. It's really good. It's very um, indie rock, rap, hip hop crossover, but like not in a not in like a part of me loves Lincoln Park, but not in like a shitty Lincoln Park way. It's like a very genuine like crossover way. It's really good. It's a great album. And how do you spell that name? B-A-R-T-E-E-S. Uh, okay. And Sarah, you had one more little thing? Girlfriends is on Netflix. Girlfriends, the TV I show. Tracy Ellis Ross. You've never seen Girlfriends. You need to watch it because it is Tracy Ellis Ross being young and being hot with all her friends. And it's all just like it's just black people living their lives, and that's really cool to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like, I never get to see it's that. It's like an all black cast. Yes. Like, uh, yeah. And, and it like, was yeah. 2000, and you're like, what happened? And it's so nostalgic in that old, in that Y2K sort of, it's still the 90s, but it's not. And it's like very earth tone and comforting. And there's it's comforting, even though you if you feel like you're returning to an old favorite, even if you've never seen it. Not all of it ages well, but that's part of the Not course. all of it ages well, but I think they're all very good too. All like all they're all pretty good actors. So I've been watching a lot of girlfriends, and I think that other people should watch it too. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I will keep that in mind. And scene. And scene. Evie.